Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Hello everyone, welcome to another week. Uh, the weeks are flying by, aren't they? And footy is literally just around the corner. We had the pre-season match between Fremantle and West Coast. A lot has been said about that already, particularly in the run home with Hayes and Marta, and they'll return between three and five tomorrow. And as I look out of my studio windows here at uh, Optus Stadium, they're still putting away the remnants of what was an incredible event here on Saturday night. Now, I know a bit has been said on the run home and earlier here on SENWA, but what I'd like you to take part is on the text line 0487 736 736. A lot of people have said so on social media and people that I've spoken to, this is the best event they have ever been to. I'll repeat, the best ever event they have ever been to on the criteria of the entertainment and the package that was delivered to the fans of 52,000 plus people. So I'd like to throw it out there on the text line 0487 736 736. You may not have been here on Saturday night, but if you were is that true? Is that the best event that you've ever been to in a sporting stadium? And if not, what has been the number one event that you have attended? The number one event that you have attended. And this is the weekend review. Uh, look out for the sunshine. Enjoy local service. Uh, and we must be still talking about WWE. And a lot has been said about Rhea Ripley. Uh, the South Australian girl who won the WWE Elimination Chamber for the women, uh, and she was pretty emotive, the Aussie, after the bout. It's hard to put into words exactly how special this is, to be honest. Um, I'm still so taken back by the crowd reaction, actually seeing my family out there, and um, to be completely honest, um, at the very end when... Um, I had that extra time to myself. I, I let it fully soak in. And uh, it's funny because I had a weird flashback over my last match here in Australia. 
and um, I defended my title then. I left champion because mommy's always on top, you know. But I remember sitting in the middle of the ring and just soaking it all in and soaking up the crowd and just letting them in and letting them affect me in a way that I don't really try and let them affect me. And I did the same thing tonight without even meaning to and it just gave me that flashback and it was a real wholesome moment for the for me. It, it really was. Amazing, isn't it? Uh, Rhea Ripley, who is, as we mentioned, Australian, stems from South Australia and she's been able to get the to the top of her profession. It reminds me when there was tears of joy when Roger Federer won particular Grand Slams and referred to the people that had supported him uh, during his journey. It reminds me of many that have had to give their sport away and have been emotive at various press conferences. But this meant a lot to Rhea, regardless of what you think about the world uh, wrestling uh, situation uh, and we know that Anthony DeSegli, the sports director or the editor of the West Australian got into a bit of a uh, argy-bargy with one of the combatants in the offices of the West Australian the other day. I just thought it was all orchestrated I must admit but that's just my thoughts but what are your thoughts on the event for those people that were here uh, and when you hear Rhea talking like that and how much it meant to her regardless of all the doomsdayers around WWE as I said, on the text line, I'd like to hear from you, 0487 736 736. What is the biggest and most enjoyable event, sporting event, that you have ever been at? And we'll acknowledge you here on Sports Day WA. It's all thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 45 years, and Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. And if you are listening in regional Western Australia, great to have you on board. All right, a man that's more accustomed to actually, in the West Australian, we spoke about the West and Anthony DeSegli getting involved in that interesting uh, standoff with uh, one of the wrestlers the other day in the West offices, uh, Craig O'Donoghue. And we've come to expect his byline when it comes to football stories, AFL, and of course, in the last couple of years, the NBL, and he's been the man riding up the Perth Wildcats in the West. So, he was the man that was across this event here at Optus Stadium on Saturday night. And he joins us on the program now. Craig, thanks for your time. Not a problem. How are you? Good. Can I say I was a little surprised when I was leading and reading up to the big event here at Optus Stadium on Saturday night, the Elimination Chamber, that Craig O'Donoghue had the byline. Of course, we tend to sort of link Craig with the AFL and in recent times, the NBA with the Perth Wildcats. How did you find the experience of covering the wrestling? Uh, it was epic. It was absolutely fantastic. My first memories of wrestling all the way back to WrestleMania 2 when Hulk Hogan climbed out of the cage to beat King Kong Bundy. And it's been great ever since, all the way through to you know, the WrestleManias of the late 80s and early 90s, the NWO and Monday Night Wars of the 1990s, and then The Rock and, uh, and Hulk Hogan showdown in the early 2000s and all the way through to now. So I've been a big fan for a long time. And to deal with these people and their professionalism and their enthusiasm for what they do and ability to tell a story and then for what they did on Saturday night in terms of the presentation and the, the, just, the way it looked for the crowd, it was phenomenal. And uh, the first time I've been to an event of that size, the WWE, it be the smaller event, but that was just incredible to be part of. And um, they are a worldwide conglomeration. 
It's interesting. So you followed wrestling all through the decades. Uh, was it a case of Craig O'Donoghue when the editor of the West Australian says, who wants to cover this? You put your hand up or did they already know that you had a bit of knowledge about wrestling? No, so back in December, they said, does anyone want to do Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio there in town? And I said, yeah, I'll absolutely put my hand up to do that. That sounds like a lot of fun. And what, what they were shocked by in the office was how many people watched the video, shared the video on social media, and um, and, and read the story online. Like, the, the video on social media was more than 500,000 views instantly. Like, people just all around the world picked it up, and they went, and throughout Australia as well, our um, readership was massive. And they just went, well, hang on, this is actually possibly bigger than any of us thought. And it built and built and built into what was, you know, Saturday night with 52,000 people, uh, more than uh, about a million people watched the, the Friday event on uh, YouTube on the WRE's YouTube channel, another million on, on, on their Facebook channel. Um, and, that was, and that was at midnight in America. So the number of people who watched it and who follow this around the world is quite staggering. And they just do an amazing job of making every uh, wrestling fan feel like they're part of it. And that was the big thing over here. So many wrestling fans got involved and were made to feel important by these superstars as they went around the state, huh? They are fantastic. It's interesting. You wrote an article. Uh, of course, you had the follow-up yesterday and today on uh, the WWE Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley, who stems from South Australia, but she won in front of a home crowd. I had actually Drew McIntyre in my Sports Day WA studio last week. And can I say, he was a downright gentle, nice bloke. Uh, did you find out that generally the wrestlers a part of the aggression inside the elimination chamber. We're really good company and good to chat to. Yeah, absolutely. And I was lucky enough to have 20-odd minutes with Drew McIntyre as well a couple of weeks ago. And he, he was, as you say, personable and giving with everything. What they're so good at is during an interview, they can sense the right moment to be their normal self and when to be their own character. And, that, and their ability to jump in and out of that um, is what makes them so engaging to speak to. Dominic Mysterio, I was fortunate enough to interview twice, and anyone who was there on Saturday night would have known that his job is to get booed out of the stadium, and 52,000 people booed him so loudly that you couldn't hear any word he said on the microphone, and yet when you speak to him as a normal bloke, he is the most lovely person you can imagine. So it's so fun knowing that you can have a guy in the ring who we're all supposed to hate, and he makes you hate him in there, but when you talk to him as a bloke, he's an amazing human being. And um, that's just what they're able to do. They can flip in and out of character. They can make you care in a certain way. And not many people in the entertainment industry are able to do what they do in that way and also have the athleticism that they have to be able to commit all the different acts that it requires to do in the ring from an athletic standpoint. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? So you had that event here and... We're on the cusp of the start of the AFL season, which we'll all be very invested in, and we're looking forward to it. You, Craig, you've been around a long time. Could maybe the AFL players take a leaf out of the WWE's books in relation to their personnel, or we shouldn't even contemplate an overlap because they're so distinctively apart when it comes to entertainment? So the, the entertainment, I do think the AFL guys need to, and also athletes around the world need to, see what the benefits are from what they do in terms of promoting their, their, their industry and, and what they call sports entertainment. But they are athletes first and foremost and entertainers as well. So I think if we see more of the human side of people, we appreciate them 
a lot more. So I think that's that will be uh, really important. And one of the things that the, uh, these guys get paid from is they get a percentage of the gate and, they, and any of their uh, merchandise that gets sold, they get a percentage of that as well. So they have an investment in themselves to make themselves marketable. And if the players want a percentage of revenue or a bigger percentage of revenue, then they're going to have to be prepared to give more of themselves to help with that revenue to come through. So, uh, yeah, there's been no uh, sporting organisation around the world that I've dealt with, from the NBA, the NFL, Formula One, Melbourne Cup, uh, Test Cricket, AFL, NBL, all these different sports I've dealt with that have been as open with their talent as what the WWE were throughout the past three or four months. Just amazing. Craig, while we've got you, uh, and before we talk uh, about the AFL, just briefly, because we mainly got on you, uh, got on to you to discuss uh, the event on the weekend, where would it rank in relation to sporting events that you've been to, what you covered and what you experienced on Saturday? Uh, from an from a pure entertainment side of things, I've never seen anything like it. With the the, you know, the way the introductions and the, the amount of pyro and fire and music and everything else, my son had the time of his life. Thought it was the greatest night of entertainment that he's, he's ever been involved with. And, and everyone I've spoken to who was there has said similar things. Clearly, you're going in expecting certain things to happen because they've they've made you think that certain things should occur with their storylines. So it's different to the passion of an AFL event where you're going, who's going to win, who isn't going to win. I genuinely don't know what's going to happen and there's disaster in your own head if your own team doesn't win. So it's different in that perspective. But from the night itself, like four hours of absolutely incredible entertainment, there's been nothing else I've been to which has been as well done as what they did the other night. Finally, uh, just regarding the AFL, bad news for the Eagles today with Matt Flynn out, possibly for the first three months, even four months of the season. We had the, uh, the well, the, the scratch match, uh, the preseason game, whatever you call it, at Mineral Resources Park at the weekend. Big win for Fremantle. Uh, what do we see and what do we take out of an event like that? I'm always aware about taking too much out of the preseason because there's so many times I've been sucked in and going, oh, this team looks amazing and then they're terrible or this team looks terrible and then they're amazing. So um, I reckon that a lot of the time you've just got to sit back and say, what were you hoping to see from each team? From West Coast, they were hoping to avoid injuries. They got some injuries, clearly, as you mentioned, with, with Matt Flynn. So that's a real concern for them that they're getting any injuries this time of year because of their depth. Um, Harley Reid got a chance to run around and experience what an AFL environment was like, which is always you know, positive, whether he played well or whether he played poorly, it didn't really matter, I didn't think. It was more the fact that he got to experience that for the first time. Uh, Fremantle needed to probably win because they are expected to be a better team. They did that. Uh, but more, my, the most important thing for these things is for players who are in new positions to get adjusted to the, a new style or, or a, a new position for themselves, uh, to get some match fitness under your belt. And then this week it'll build a little bit more. And then by round one, you hope everyone's ready for, for the regular season. But I'm never overly concerned about results this time of year because we've seen too many times where premiers get flogged at the start of the, at the, start of the pre-season and then go out and play well. So it's more the little signs that you want and avoiding injury, I reckon. And Matt Flynn's a big blow, isn't it, uh, losing him for almost yeah, uh, half horrible. of the season? Yeah, it's horrible. They've, they've recruited him to come in and give them that extra presence in the ruck. Uh, Bailey Williams did a great job last year uh, in, at Nui's absence, but he needed to be more of a forward ruck is what they were looking for out of him. Um, so now he, he'll go back in and be that main ruckman and it'll force him to restructure a bit. And 
Um, unfortunately for them, they just, just don't seem to have any luck. At any point in the past few years where big injuries have occurred, they keep players out for you know, months at a time rather than weeks at a time. Good on you, mate. Thanks for joining us. Uh, and I'm glad you enjoyed the experience of the Elimination Chamber. It was something else on Saturday night. And we were here at SEM where our studios are located, seeing it just build and build and build the infrastructure during the course of the week, and we couldn't believe what was happening. Uh, it was an amazing event. Thanks for joining us today. No worries. Have a good night, everyone. Yeah, good on you, Craig. Craig O'Donoghue joining us here, and also bad news on the back end of that uh, regarding what's happened at the West Coast Eagles and uh, the preseason game at the weekend. Nat Five, I was speaking actually to somebody very close to Nat Five uh, just before I came on air, and Nat is feeling the best he's felt for about three or four years. He's grown the hair. He seems content. He seems relaxed. Uh, He put on a bit of a show in this match at the weekend, and uh, a man that knows him very well feels that he could become quite a significant player for the Fremantle Dockers in 2024, to the point of view that he could become influential like he was a couple of seasons ago, particularly when he won his second Brownlow medal. Uh, and this is from a person that knows him exceptionally well. Uh, quarter past five is the time. You can join us on the uh, text line 0487 736 736. Or give us a call on the Scarborough Toyota open line, 13 12 55. We're here for Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 45 years, and Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers.